Welcome to Voices of Substance, come join us, the table is open. Never too proud to rejoice him, the faith of a Canaanite woman. Oh, oh, oh. Welcome to Voices Mary of Magdalene, part two. So, um, I'm, I, like I was saying, I got a lot from her story, um, but I got something a little bit different. Okay. That I wasn't expecting. Um, so some of the things that her story brought to light for me was like, um, were things that I felt like I needed in this season. Um, okay. so the things that were brought to light for me that I need need in this season due to all the death and the heartache that myself and loved ones have experienced. Mm -hmm. Um, it just, just think about it. Every time I think about it, it just, it just, it does something to me. But anyway, so God brought joy to my soul and comfort and men pieces of my heart doing, doing so by providing me with knowledge and understanding while opening my eyes to the things that I did not see in the story of Jesus' resurrection. Um, and I was just like, isn't it good to know that when we pass and begin to ascend to God that he will keep his promise and give us new a new glorious body? Um, how do we know this? Because this is what he did for our Lord and the Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. In John 20 and 17, we speak to Mary Magdalene weeping at Jesus' tomb because he was no longer there. And she did not know where he was. Informs us, the story informs us that when Jesus appeared to her, at that moment, she did not even recognize him until she heard his voice. Wow. Philippians 3.23 speaks of this. In the Message Bible, it says it like this. But there's far more to life for us. Mm -hmm. We're citizens of, of high heaven. We're waiting the arrival of, of the Savior, the <laughs> Master, Jesus Christ. Uh -huh. Who will transform our earthly bodies into glorious bodies like his own. He'll make us beautiful and whole with the same powerful skill by which he is putting everything as it should be under and around him. For me, just studying her story just gave me confirmation and a sense of peace about passing the passing of my mother and some of my other loved ones who, have, you know, I love dearly. And just like Mary Magdalene did Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, her story reminded me that our life after death will be far greater than one that we are experiencing here on earth. Knowing this information brings me so much comfort and, and confirms my dreams, you know, concerning my mom and stuff like that. And just seeing her in all of my dreams, I see her with this healed body. And it's like, it's, a lot of times it's this light around her, like the glory of God. Um, while I cannot fathom it all, I know in my heart and believe God's word. In Numbers 23, verse 19, that says that God is not a man that he shall lie, nor a son of man that he shall repent. Therefore, I know and believe it all to be true. 
my mom and other loved ones, as well as everyone else's loved ones, will be given new bodies. And at that time, they, you know, at the time they gave up their spirit, God began to glorify their bodies. Changing our sorrow into joy, which is, you know, John 16, verse 16 through 20 speaks of that. Theirs and our long suffering, which is really, that blew my mind because all these years I thought that long suffering was suffering, but it's actually talking about patience. <laughs> um, changing our long suffering, you know, which is reference of patience to mercy and hope, which First Peter 3 and 20 talks about and Thessalonians, First Thessalonians 1 verse 3. And there's an hour of pain and suffering to joy, which Revelations 21 and verse 4 through 5 speaks about. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I, I just, I, that wasn't what I was expecting to get out of her story. I got a lot out of her story. But just knowing that God pretty much, what, what he did for Jesus, he's going to do for us. Yeah. And he's done for our loved ones. And already having comfort in knowing that they're no longer suffering. Whenever she just, they're no longer suffering, you know, and and God is going to heal us. But just the fact that whenever he, she had been with him for years, years. And Mm -hmm. then whenever he reoccurs to her for the first time after he, you know, is risen, she doesn't even recognize him. God gave him a new body. She didn't recognize him until he spoke. That to me was just like, man, you know, all the pain and suffering that we go through here on earth, no matter what type of infirmities we have in our body, no matter, you know, what what we left here with, whether it be cancer or, or, or something very unfortunate happened that caused, you know, our bodies to be mangled. When God glorifies us, he's going to glorify us and give us a new body and we're going to be healed and made whole. That, to me, just touched me. I don't know about, you know, I don't know. I know y'all revealed some of it, but what God revealed to you through her story. But that's just what he gave to me through her Mm -hmm. story. That's what he used out of her story to touch my heart. Mm -hmm. During this time, like I said, I felt like it was something that was needed. Yeah, absolutely. And that was good, Nikki. I'm going to be honest with you. I also got, and I have it written down here, um... And I, you know, from reading about Mary Magdalene, she stayed close Mm -hmm. to Jesus. And I know that that's something that God is telling me Mm -hmm. and that he desires from each and every one of us is to stay close to him, Um, to stay close to him. I'm going to just say that Um, because when you stay close to him. The farther you are away, the less likely you're going to hear his voice. Yes. You can be, if you three miles down the road, nine out of ten, my child cannot hear my voice. Right? Mm -hmm. If I'm too far from God or if I got too much going on, and it don't even have to be nothing bad. Consider it nothing bad. I'm going to put quotes on it. Nothing bad. But is it good? If you don't spend no time with him. Exactly. That's not, it can't be good if you don't spend time with him. You get to really know somebody that you spend time with. Mm-hmm. You married to, your, in your natural marriage, 
that whom you're married to. I've been married nearly 24 years. And if we didn't, if we didn't see, if my husband and I didn't see each other, if we didn't come, I'm going to say one thing. Cause I, I know couples that see each other, but they still not close. And I grew, that's, that, that's the, that was the arena I grew up in. But I didn't desire that for myself. But at the end of the day, who wants to be in a marriage, natural or spiritual, who wants to be in a marriage with somebody that you don't communicate with? Mm-hmm. God talks all the time. Now, you may not naturally hear him like because God has different ways that he 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 comes to everybody. But his word speaks. He leads you through this word. He speaks through this word. You know how I know? Because I found out for myself. Try him. The Bible says, and I was talking to Shahid about this. I think it was last week sometime or a few days ago. Oh, taste and see. Because when you actually taste it, you're going to want more and you're going to want more and you're going to want more. But it took me years to actually taste. Now I was going to church. I don't know how many. I, I was, I'm going to say I'm a, I was made to go to church because I didn't willingly want to go to church when I was younger. But I thank God for that foundation. And for the ones that are listening, you know, for the children that don't go to church, they may be grown. They may not appear to be in God. But at the end of the day, God's hand, the same way his hand was on Mary Magdalene, when she was stricken with them demons and that illness, his hand is on them too. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we have to, we as individuals have to say, I want, I want him. I desire him. You know, because he chased after us all the time. Jesus, he does that. But we have to, he said, I, I stand at the door and knock. <laughs> That's what he says. That means he coming to see you. He coming to see about you. But will you open that door? And when you open that door, are you going to keep that communication going? You're going to keep that relationship going. Are you going to walk out what you read about? That's what I got from it. I, the, one, the one thing that I got from it was staying close to God. Stay close to him. And that's one thing I admired about Mary Magdalene. Her taking the time to get the... I mean, she could have just said, you know, he dead. You know, I loved him when he was here. Yeah, he coming back. We're going to see what he do when he come back. But she didn't do that. She took the time to gather these things together. The spices and the anointing oil. Because it said that it was going to anoint him. And she was going to go see. But she got more than what she even asked for. When you get closer to God and when you finally decide to say yes, it don't matter if it was the first time, it don't matter if it was the 10th time, it don't matter if it was the 1,000th time. You're coming. You're going to get more than what you ask. Because he's going to give you. He gonna, he gonna, he's going to feel that hunger. He's going to feel that thirst within you. God desires for us to be close to him. Yes. That's what I got. Um, So for me, what I got out of it was basically there's hope and grace for you. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, when you feel like all has been lost or all is it's over, there's, mm-hmm. there's hope and there's grace for you. And sometimes I think we are so spiritual that we want people to just get over stuff. But there's a healing that has to take place. Mm-hmm. Like there are some areas that you have to be healed in. It's easier for us to say, you know, um, you know, trust God. But if you have trust issues, it's hard for you to trust God. It's hard to be in a place where you can trust God, right? But that's because you're not healed in those areas. So mm-hmm. you have to be healed in those areas in order to really know what trust looks like know what getting close to the father looks like because if, if i'm in a relationship and my whole time that i've been in a relationship i'm battered or mm-hmm. i'm not you know what i'm saying i'm i'm never I'm, I'm made to feel like i'm not worthy mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying then i feel like there's nobody that's gonna love me enough mm-hmm. to make me feel like i'm worthy you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but that you need to be healed in those areas i believe right? that so with Mary Magdalene, she has to be healed in some areas mm-hmm. in order for her to walk with God. Exactly. Like, you couldn't just walk with God mm-hmm. and not be healed. Oh, it just yeah. Oh, yeah. It just, you can't stay in his presence and stay with him and stay the same. That's right. Now, you may have some times when you revert back a little bit or, you know what I'm saying, have a, have a moment. But for the most part, you can't just walk with God and not be healed. So... I, I thank God that she was healed and then began to walk with him. Mm-hmm. So there was a moment when he had to take some stuff out of her. Mm-hmm. He had to remove some stuff out of her. He had to clean some stuff up, mm-hmm. you know? Because I see the worth in you. I see what you don't see. Mm-hmm. I see what others are saying is not valuable, but I call it valuable. Yes. And so in that, I, I just, I, I thank God for the grace and the mercy that he showed her and the love that he showed her mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? because he could have just walked right on by and not healed her he could have not healed her mm-hmm. but only a gracious god only a loving god only a forgiving god would see you possess with seven the bible says seven demons yes with seven. with seven demons attached to you and decide that he gonna remove every single thing that you got going on in your life wow Every single thing that you got going on. And mm. when I'm done with you, when I'm done with you, there will be no residue. Slate clean. When I'm done with you, <laughs> you won't have nothing. Nothing attached to you. You know what I'm saying? What's funny is that I had COVID probably about a couple of weeks ago. I still got a little cough. I still got a little, you know, a little mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm not fully healed. Yeah. Me I'm too. Not fully mm-hmm. Right? I still have some residue. Right? But when God does it, Right now, I'm relying on, and I'm not saying I'm not relying on God for healing. What I'm saying is, you know, and let's go with the natural. I'm relying on Mucinex and uh, NyQuil, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But when God does a thing, <laughs> when God does it, when yes. God heals you, you are done. Like, it's a wrap. Like, you don't have nothing else. Heal and hope. That's your portion. That's what it is. That's it. You just move forward. Exactly. With her, I'm just, it's just grace. You know what I'm saying? Because no one... It's, it's funny that people, I heard somebody say today that um, I listened to a story about her. And they were saying that you can't be in Christ and be possessed by demons. Now, I disagree with that. I, um, 
Yes. He allowed it. Mm-hmm. You know it, mm-hmm. right? Just like he allowed her to be possessed so that we would be talking about this story mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. There has to be somebody in 
Yes, none. Clean oh, slate. Grace Not just the seven demons, but the illnesses too. The diseases. Hope and grace <laughs> is what I got out of it. Like, I hope to have an encounter with God mm. and I thank him for the grace to get me out of it. Mm. Mm. That's good. That's, that's what I learned. I learned hope and grace. That's good. That is so good. Ooh. To God be all the glory. To God be the glory. Mm. It's some strong women in the Bible. It's some, God allowed there to be some strong women yes. in the Bible that we as women, and if there's some men listening, nothing to take away from you guys, yeah. but just to speak to a woman, all that we have had to endure over the years. The inner strength. The, the, strength. the strength Ooh. of a woman. Mm. God already knows. I, I just believe that Eve was tempted because he already knew that if she really found out that she was going to be the mother of nations, <laughs> if she really found Ooh. out who she was going to be, she was going to change the game. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I honestly believe, and, 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 you know, with the women that we studied thus far, you know, some women, you know, God will speak to or have an angel appear and speak or, you know, somebody else speak through another person and, and prophesy and, and give up, uh, you know, we already know that, that stuff is in parts and we already know that God is not going to reveal all um, because I believe to be honest with you, that's the part I was going to talk about. What the part was she just said about, you know, if she knew or if certain women that we read about knew that they were going to birth nations or things of that nature. If we knew or know, if we know that the plan that God has for us is to birth nations, you know, God can't, he's not going to reveal it all. No. Because I know for a fact, if he revealed it all to me, I'm going to just sit there. And wait for it to fall in my lap. Are you swaddling? You say what? Are you swaddling? Yeah, exactly. And I'm glad because he knows me. And he knows each and every one of us. But I'm glad that he he, he not going to show it all to me. You know, we want to. We get antsy. We want to know more. But he's like, "Mm, you ain't ready for it. Just like that that two-month-old baby in that carriage ain't ready for you to give him $1,000 cash in his hand. What are you going to do with it? He don't know what to do with that. Or a state. He can't chew it. He that part. He can't digest it. Can't even use it. <laughs> that, that's, that, that's good. All that God has for you, you can't even digest it. Can't even digest it. And you're not mature, you're not ready for it. You're not you're not ready for it. So when it's time to be ready, and God is strategic about everything, even our plans, and even the things that's going to be revealed unto us. He is strategic about it. And timing, oh gosh, it's nothing he's been dealing with me on. Timing is everything. Everything. Timing is everything. Even when the time when she went to the tomb, when she thought she was... things, Things probably happened along the way, but timing is everything. And look who met her there. Look, it was the angels, but look, but look what happened after the fact. I know her faith was just, I, I know it was just, it was through the roof. I'm going to just say that. Yeah. He, he restored her faith. <laughs> yes. it, 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 that's another thing. Because think about it. Like, I'm going to look for you. You're supposed to be dead. You're supposed to be gone, gone. 
supposed to be rubbing really you down with these. I'm supposed to be rubbing you down with these spices. I saw them kill you. Yep. Mm -hmm. No breath in your body. I'm going just to pay my respects. Yeah. Yeah. You show up. <laughs> Lord, is that you? <laughs> That's how we are in our lives. Lord, is that you? Lord? Yeah. And he spent the white and he's he sent the mouthpiece, the angel there, but it also described their clothing and how they were dressed, the raiment that they were wearing. What did it say? White? I think it was white raiment. But because I was trying to figure out whenever they when they was describing, it was almost as if they had on the same clothing that Jesus was wearing. Mm -mm. But it was like it was the, the way it was described as if it was bright. It was like raiment. It didn't appear like they probably had on clothing, but it had like a glow to it. Even though the Bible didn't say necessarily glow, but how it was described in the Bible, it didn't look like me putting on this shirt or him or me putting on we, me wearing these pants that I got on right now. You get what I'm saying? They didn't look like it looked like a man dressed in clothing, but I know that he had a glory. He's not God. Of course, he wasn't God. He's a he's a he's an angel, but. It, it described the raiment that he was wearing mm -hmm. in a sense, the Bible did, but that's what I was saying. You know, timing is everything, you know? So I, I don't, they, they were going there thinking that they were going to get one thing and they got more than what they bargained for. Do yeah. what God say. You're going to get more than what you bargained for. That's all I'm going to say. Just show up looking for him. Show up looking for uh -oh. him. Ooh. That's the word all by itself. Seek. Just show yes. up he say seek me. Well, I can't be found. If you just show up. Show God, up. Here I am. God, here I am. That's right. That is right. Just show he up. Gonna, he gonna show you who he is. Mm. And that he has risen. But you have to believe. Yeah. That's a part yeah. of salvation. You have to believe, mm -hmm. you know, that he died and that he rose. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So do you believe, you know, do you believe he died? Do That's you right. Believe he, you know. Mm-hmm. Cause you can see and not see and still not believe. Cause nah, that can't be true. What? Because she could have just walked away and thought in her mind mm -hmm. and she was just imagining that. If mm -hmm. I'm here, I must be, you know, this must be a daydream or this this <laughs> can't be the Lord. Cause I know I saw him and he was wrapped up. I helped wrap. <laughs>
you know, when she went and told him. Because, you know, she went and told him. Uh-huh. I think it's the book of Peter. It was only part it was only part of them that was there first. Um to see uh, I guess to see him because the door was closed at one point and then Jesus just appeared which he didn't come through no door. And then the second mm-hmm. time when he came and showed himself it said He'll never it, really come through the door. He never he, <laughs> he just appeared. <laughs> they believed then. Hmm. They believed mm-hmm. then. Yep. And that's what I'm saying. If they would have saw him before he was, before they were told, because sometimes we have to hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they heard it, so then they saw it for themselves. Mm-hmm. But she didn't have time to hear it. All she could do was see it. Yes. She didn't have time to hear it. No one told her that he was, he just appeared. She was just like, oh, okay, it's, it's a little crazy. But I'm going to trust, I'm going to go with it. Yeah, that ain't the angel that was there when they well, she was with Mary, but the angel that was there told them where where he that he wasn't there and that you'll find him um it said that he's not there. And that's the part where they kept quiet. That's the part I was supposed to be looking for. But that's what I'm saying. So she was told that he wasn't there. She didn't she wasn't told he rose. She wasn't she didn't she told the disciples that he rose. She was never told that he had risen. She just said, she was just told he wasn't there. So can you imagine going to look for someone? Like going to look for Frank. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know he's, excuse me, he's supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And someone tell you he's not there. Well, where he Exactly. That was her mindset. Was, what do you mean? Where have y'all placed my Lord? Exactly. That's what, what she thought, said. What they thought was that they moved him. Mm-hmm. After he risen, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the body. That they, they took the body. Exactly. 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 That's exactly yeah. what she was thinking. She uh-huh. didn't think that he, so she she didn't like I said she didn't hear that he had risen. She yeah. heard that he was moved. Mm-hmm. And, and the disciples heard that he had he was he had risen, mm-hmm. but they had to put proofs to the plate. They you know they want to see. Exactly. Like, like us, like us. <laughs> exactly. So we want to see. I hear what you're saying, but let me see it for myself. Mm-hmm. And then to go further on, like I said, Peter had to feel it for himself. So now he wasn't even good with just seeing it. Everybody else was good after that, but it's always one. Here's the part about the um, the angel in the tomb where it describes the clothing. Um, Mark 16 and 5. It says, in entering into the sculpture um, or the tomb... They saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment. And they were, it says, affrighted, meaning amazed. Like, you know, it didn't look like just our white garment, like me putting on a white garment. You get what I'm saying? And how it was described. I was like, wow, you you know, it didn't look like nothing that you can buy at a store. You get what I'm saying? There was a glow. Exactly. Absolutely. Oh, here's the other part um, that I was looking for earlier. Verse eight within that same, um, the same chapter. And they went out quickly and fled from the tomb. Talking about Mary and Mary Magdalene. And they trembled and were amazed Neither said they anything to any man, 
for they were afraid. And and like you said, you know, now listening and, and I was thinking to myself like, wow, were they afraid because his body was gone or 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 because they they know that they encountered an angel. You know, it wasn't a person just like them. It wasn't a guard. It wasn't a You get what I'm saying? Like they knew that it wasn't somebody like them like flesh because of the way that they described this young man. Cause one, one, one part in the Bible describes him as a young man. Another one says an angel, you know, angels, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's what I, um, when I looked at that part and I was like, wow, they were amazed and they said nothing to no man and they were afraid. Yep. And that's when, you know, when Jesus appeared, you know, after that on the first day of the week. Yeah, but that was good. Her, her, her story, it doesn't seem like a lot, even though she's mentioned a few times in a few books in the Bible, but there's a lot to her to her life. Yeah. There's a lot to her life. And there's a lot more to be revealed, you know, with God revealing what he reveals to us. Like, you know how when you, you know, we talked about this before, you know how you can watch a movie like eight times? And you watch it again, you see something different that you ain't saw the the all the six, seven times that you done already watched it. Oh, this you is, went to sleep on? At, well, that part too, <laughs> that you ain't paying attention on. But it's the same way with reading God's word. You know, okay. he reveals in his timing what needs to be revealed at that particular time. But when you mm-hmm. go back and reread it again, he's going to reveal something else. That doesn't mean that it's different, but there's different levels, there's different layers you know, to God's word. Um, and he has all the pieces, you know, he, nice. it, it, it just go and, the, and it doesn't end y'all. That's the thing about him. It doesn't end. It just keeps going and it keeps flowing. I'm going to say that it just mm-hmm. keeps flowing. There is no end, you know, right. to, to what God gives. He is the giver. So yeah. this was amazing guys. This was amazing. Yes. I agree. I really enjoy it. Um, anybody got any last words? Uh, I would just say just, you know, to everybody that's out there um, listening to us, kind of peeking back in off of what you just said, Monica. Um, I think the main thing is no matter how many times we, you know, when we read about somebody, no matter how many times we um, read and study the Bible, God always reveals um, something, you know, in that timing, according to what he wants to reveal to us. And I think we just got to be aware that we don't never, we don't ever, will never know all that God has concerning his word. I mean, because like I said, if we knew too much, <laughs> we'll mess things up. Or we'll think so we're God. Mm-hmm. Or we'll think we're God. Exactly. <laughs> So it's just important to make sure that, um, you know, we are willing to receive what God has for us through his word. Um, we all might get something different and that's completely fine. Mm-hmm. But as long as you get something from it, to me, that's what matters, you know. Um, so there's people just need to make sure they remember that. And like you said, too, just trying to be faithful to God's word and following him and, and you know, asking him for help when we need it. 
all those things just just keeping him first and, and and I want to piggyback off of what you just said, Nikki, about getting something from God. It, you may get something, you know, where it seems somebody maybe get something more. Somebody may get something different. Um, God gives in measures, but he does that for a reason. Like we use the examples about, you know, you can't give a two month old a piece of steak. They can't digest it. You can't mm-hmm. give a, a two month old, you know, a thousand dollars cash and expect them to know what to do with it. At the mm-hmm. same time, God can't give you nothing that you can't handle. He has to deliver it in a way where you can understand it and not just understand it, but take it and apply it to your everyday life, to your living, real life. Not just read it on a, on, on, on a piece of paper, on a scroll and just like it's a check in a box. No, that's not what God desires mm-hmm. for our life. So, you know, God get, does give in different measures and it's okay um, when you... Well, it's not okay for us to look over the fence and say, oh, well, I don't have, you know, God gave them more than he gave me. Well, he maybe just gave you one word to say, but that one word is powerful because God gave it to you. God gave it to you. And I used to be like that, like, well, all I got is hallelujah. Like all I got to say, you know, if I'm, if I'm called to pray and I'm like, I ain't got nothing because we're measuring and thinking I don't have what she has. Or I don't have what he have, but that's not how God desires it. If he, God says we are uniquely and wonderfully made. Unique means that you're different. Exactly. So you're not going to pray like this one. You may just say, hallelujah. God, I think just give reverence. We might just praise God. Another person may petition. Another person may, you know, be laid out on the floor and start mumbling. Another person, it's all... God is, he's fresh. He's never stale. What he gives you is never stale. Be appreciative of what he gives you. Everything that he gives you and be grateful for it. Even if it is a hallelujah, because hallelujah is the highest praise. But I just said all that to say what he gives, it doesn't, it doesn't run out. It doesn't run dry. It doesn't stale. Um, We make things stale when we don't use it. We don't use what God gives us. You get what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, take what God gives you. Don't look at somebody else's measurement and what God doing for them. Because God is giving it to you at a specific timing, at a specific point in your life, because that's what you need. You need first and then, so how can you, how can you talk about a book that you necessarily didn't write? Now you can read that book, you can read it, but you don't know the backdrop of that, of that story. You don't know how it came about. Yeah. You reading, you reading it on paper, but that's not all to that story. There's more to that story. That's not necessarily on that paper. So I don't want to get too deep in that, but you know, God is just. He is so good and everything that he gives is specifically just for you. When he gives it to you, it's specifically just for you, but not just to keep for yourself, but to go out and compel others to come by how? Walking it out, by Mm -hmm. doing what he says, by allowing God to heal you, Mm -hmm. by by allowing something new and fresh to be done in your life. 
that you never thought or never imagined would be done. Just for you. Like yes. I say, for little old me. Yes, for little old me. Go ahead, Shahida. You got anything? Anything else? Well, Nikki, you want to pray us out? Yes, Lord. <laughs> pray us out. Oh, God, we come to you on today or on tonight, I should say. Father God, just first of all, just giving you thanks. And Father God, give you all the praise and all the glory, oh, Lord God. Just yes, saying Lord. hallelujah, Father God, to your name, oh, Lord God. Yes, God. You deserve all the praise, Father God, all the glory and all the honor, oh, God. Father God, we just come to you once again, Father God. Thank you for allowing us to be able to come together, Father God, and just... It's really us putting together our thoughts, oh, Lord God, about your word, Father God, about your women, Father God, of the Bible, and, and the men along the way, oh, Lord God, and just studying your word, Father God, and, and eating from your table, oh, God. We just yes, thank Lord. you, Father God, for just providing us with this food, Father God, that is everlasting, oh, God. Yes, God. That never, never, it's never stale, Father God. Yes, God. It's always fulfilling, oh, God. Oh, God, we just thank you, Father God, for you provide everything that we need. Father God, yes. at every moment, Father God, when we need it, oh God, yes, Lord. we're grateful for it, oh Lord God. And we just pray, Father God, that this, oh Lord God, this story, Mary Magdalene's story, Father God, touches anyone and everyone, Father God, who listens to this podcast, Father God, it touches their heart and their spirits, Father God, in a way that helps them, Father God, to move forward, oh God, that, that shows them, Father God, that if they trust in you, oh Lord God, that, that things can change for them, oh Lord God, that you would do all that needs to be done for them in their lives, oh Lord God. And, and even if you don't, oh Lord God, it is okay, Father God, because you still reign supreme and that it's for their own good, oh God. We just thank you, Father God, for showing us, oh Lord God, all the things that you desire for us to see, Father God, in everyone's story, oh Lord God. And we pray, Father God, that anyone who's listening, Father God, who who needs you, oh Lord God, who on the fence, oh Lord God, about you, Father God, who just need a little bit more, Father God, that they just truly just reach out to you and say, hey, I'm all in, oh God, just like she did, oh Lord God, that I'm all in, Father God, so that you can truly, oh Lord God, set them free, oh Lord God, truly deliver them for any ailment, any infirmity, any demons, oh Lord God, that they may have, oh Lord God. And we just thank you for it all in advance, oh God, and give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise, oh Lord God, for it truly belongs to you. Yes, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen. I thank y'all, love y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you too. All right, y'all have a good night, ladies. All right, y'all too. Bye, Bye. sisters. Thanks for listening to Voices of Substance. Stay tuned for the next episode.